What's up Instagram and YouTube? This is Greg coming at you guys today with another video. I want to talk to you guys about something very important to my heart and it's the topic prayer, uh, praying prophetically or prophetic prayers. Now there's much that can be said about the topic of prayer and I hope to continue to be providing more videos concerning that topic because if there's anything that I believe the body of Christ is lacking in today and is deficient in and ignorant of, it is the top, it is the activity of prayer. Um, and so there are many different facets. There, there are so much that can be said and, and many hours would have to uh, be provided in order to do justice to the topic of prayer. But nonetheless, this specific type of prayer, I believe is one of the most important and it is it is vital it is crucial and it isn't spoken about very much once again it is the topic of um, prophetic prayer or praying prophetically now what do i mean when i say prophetic prayers now how is that distinct from praying more generally and here's my stab at it praying more generally I think more often than not refers to praying with the mind, <clears throat> praying in informed prayer. What do I mean when I say praying in informed prayer? There's a specific need. You're aware of the need. For example, I don't have enough for rent. God, this is my need. I know the amount that I owe. Therefore, God, would you give me X amount in order to pay my rent? In Jesus name that is an informed prayer I'm informed about what the specific need is um, and therefore I pray it however we don't always know what we should pray for and this is where I believe prophetic prayer comes in very handy for example there may be something concerning the government you have no knowledge of the news is telling you one thing but there's something going on behind closed doors in the government and therefore needs um, some prophetic insight in order for you to pray into it how are you going to ascertain uh, that information the government won't disclose it to you you don't know anybody that works in the government you can't trust the news so who can you trust in in those times in order to provide that information necessary and conducive to praying effectively and this is where once again i believe prophetic prayer comes into play now i want to draw your attention to romans chapter 8 verse 26 it says in the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So, once again, how I believe prophetic prayer is delineated and separate, uh, distinct from um, praying generally. Here, here you have prophetic prayer. Here you have just prayer. Prayer, I believe, is praying with an informed mind and is praying in your native tongue. It is praying something that you know of, you have, you're fully aware of, and you there, and then you thereby utilize your native tongue. That is to say, the the language you typically speak in, or it can be a second language, um, Spanish or. 
Portuguese or Chinese, whatever, and you pray into you pray into that specific need. Now, prophetic prayer, however, begins from the standpoint of complete ignorance. It begins with the admission that I don't know what to pray for. And 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 you and, and now you don't end there, but you begin there. And I believe that's scripturally supported by the fact that Paul says here once again in Romans chapter 8, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we don't know what we ought to pray for. So there's that admission of weakness, that deficiency, is that we don't know everything. And we admit it once we come into prayer. Okay? And, and we, all, we know, though, that God knows everything. Okay? Now... How can we access what God knows? The Bible says this. It says, Who knows the thoughts of the man, save the spirit of the man within him? He said, Similarly, and this is Paul writing, I believe in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Similarly, no man knows the thoughts of God, save the spirit of God within him. Save the spirit of God. And it says, God has given us the spirit so that we may freely know the things given to us by God. So God has given you his spirit so that you may know the thoughts of God. So when we run up into a situation where we don't know, the solution isn't to pray from the mind and to, then to articulate that need to God with your native tongue. Instead, it is to begin in a place of, of an admission of ignorance to say, God, I don't know. However, you had informed me that I have access to your thoughts through the vehicle of your spirit. But what is the, what is the methodology of the spirit? What is the, the, what is the platform upon which God has given us in order for us to, to um, gain access to the thoughts of God? And my, my claim is, my take is that God has given us uh, tongues. And, and tongues is the methodology of the Spirit of God in order for us to not only build up ourselves in the most holy faith, but also for us to ascertain revelation from the mind of God. We don't know from our mind what we need to pray for in cases where we don't know what to pray for. Examples would be things going on in the government, things going on uh, among our persecuted brothers and sisters, things going on in your city that uh, the wicked are trying to conceal, and, and, no, and there's no viable way of disclosure. What do you do in those instances? Or times where you can't even probe the depths of your own heart, you don't know why you are feeling the way you are feeling. You don't know if it's an emotional thing or it's a chemical imbalance or it's a demonic attack. And so we, we are so limited in what we know. D despite how intellectually uh, informed you may otherwise be, we are always going to be at the mercy of God's infinite knowledge. And therefore, He has given us His Spirit so that we may pray in tongues in order to ascertain that revelation from the mind of God so that we can pray into that. Again, it says we don't know how to pray. It says we don't know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And so the Spirit is interceding. He's standing in the gap. He is 
taking up wherever he's taking he's picking up wherever uh he's picking up from where we left off in order to get us to where we can't go in ourselves do y'all see that and so now let me give you a scriptural proof text to justify that through praying in tongues we actually ascertain revelation first corinthians chapter one uh first corinthians chapter 14 verse 13 <coughs> For this is Paul speaking, for this reason, the one who speaks in the tongue should pray that they may interpret what they say. So we see here that there is a possibility in the realm of the spirit that will that enables a person to pray in tongues. And as they pray in tongues, they're able to pray for the interpretation of that tongue. And then it say, let another pray that he may interpret. It says, let him pray that he may interpret. And so this is what I uh, call prophetic prayers. Why do I call it prophetic <clears throat> and not simply tongues? Because one can pray in tongues and build up themselves. They can pray in tongues for a long duration of time and have no revelation from it. All they know is that there is a building up. All they experience is a building up and a, a recharging of the battery, as it were. However, when we are aware of this and understand that when we pray in tongues and we are communicating with the Spirit and the Spirit is accessing the, the, the Father's mind, the mind of God, that we can then um, acquire revelation through that interaction Okay, And then from that point forward, as God begins to disclose things to us, as we pray that he provides us revelation and the interpretation, he will disclose to us things that are on his mind, that are on his heart, concerning us, concerning our family, concerning our friends, um, particular needs in which we should be praying into. Does that make sense? I, I've had this uh, a number of times. I will be sitting on my recliner and I'm praying in tongues. And as I'm praying in tongues, uh, a vision of an individual comes to my mind. And I begin to ask God, why did this person come to my mind? Why did you put this person in my mind or put them in my spirit? And he will begin to disclose revelation to me and and uh, relay to me that X, Y, and Z is occurring in their life. I want you to pray into those things as well as um, communicate something to them, perhaps. There have been times where I've been praying in, in tongues, been praying in the Spirit, and God would disclose to me uh, even individuals' names in the government. I had one occasion recently, I was praying into a specific government, not, not here in America, but then I was given revelation of the first and last name of, of, of the prime minister's daughter. And I began praying for her and praying for that government. And so there are things that we don't know what we should pray for. And we should admit our ignorance and, and not only admit that we're ignorant, but we pick it up by praying in the Spirit, anticipating and eagerly expecting revelation from God in order that we may pray into those specific needs. And I believe that this is one of the most effective ways 
that we can pray concisely, accurately, effectively for the glorification of God, the edification of His church, and the advancement of the gospel and the advancement of the kingdom in this world. And so with that said, I hope that this message blessed you. I want to encourage you to share it with your friends and family. And um, with that said, you guys have a great day.